This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. I'm glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and it's like oh no it fired you know crap i knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for billy joe lunch bucket the working man just like me and you my name's travis t-bone turner from the bone collector thank you for tuning in Episode number 87 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Whoa. Whoa. Hello. Oh, man. Take a week off. Hello. Podcast. We are here at 1600 Bucks Layer Place, right in the Bucketorium. Said that right. Um, Thank you for tuning into our podcast, guys. That's like the only time you've ever messed up an intro in 87 episodes. Good Lord Almighty. You're Um, doing pretty good, in all honesty. He's doing all right. We are doing pretty good. I mean, I'm. Feeling great, you know. The weather's been a little too hot, but you know it's it's perfect building weather. It feels like we haven't done this in like three months because we haven't been doing it every single day like we did over the last For two weeks, weeks or so. Yeah, so I feel like kind of weird and spaced out over it. Well, dude, we just gotta we just gotta focus and bring everything into sight. And the best way that you're gonna just focus on things is a single pin hashtag single pin nation. <laughs> the working class bow hunter podcast is brought to you. By HHA Sports. That was beautiful. Dude, go go check out HHA um, dot com, uh, com. Wow, I'm messing up everywhere. Go check them out. Uh, hashtag Single Pin Nation. Go ahead and use it on Twitter and Instagram, too, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, anything yep. that a hashtag works on. Just hashtag Single Pin Nation. It works on Facebook, too. 
Yeah, actually, it works well on Facebook. Really, it's well. almost like Facebook mastered the hashtag game, which they I have. Because wasn't that like an Instagram thing at first? Oh yeah, but no, yeah. I mean, any any picture you have of anything HHA, your the site on your bow, or you with a kill or whatever, just hashtag single pin nation. With a hat or a shirt. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Uh, what else, Steve? I completely. Failed I was waiting for you, dude. To I'm transition. sorry, man. I, I did. I messed up. I completely failed that we're in a charade, but that's not really important. Um, so we're just gonna keep we're just gonna keep building on to what we got. And speaking of building on to what we got, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing just put on a new wing of the uh, shop, if you want to call it. Yeah, that's ex- they're expanding fast. The Oval Office. Their building yeah. is new, and now they're already expanding. Well, you guys are welcome, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, they're super excited. They 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 killed it last year. Um, they had to absolutely expand to to keep up with business and hey business is good at least there so um go check go see why they're right there in lovely lovely viola illinois just south of the quad cities <laughs> in western illinois viola eastern iowa yes also creative critters uh mark rife uh best taxidermist i can i say with confidence that i know in our area or even kind of close you know um he just put pictures up of one he finished last night. Yeah. It, it's so crazy. What did you say last time? You want to shoot it again? Oh, yeah. Deer, <laughs> deer so good, it'll make you want to shoot them again. Uh, that's a, it's, it's absolutely true. Mark Reif is a wonderful human being, uh, and uh, I'm not just sucking up to him because he has a pool, but uh, he's a great guy. <laughs> He's a ta- really good taxidermist. No, he's a great so taxidermist too. Suck up to maybe him. Maybe we should go uh, go you know, go stop by his uh, go stop by his shop and just see how he's doing. You know, I'll bring a towel. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just go see what's up with Mark's studio. He actually has a really cool studio. He just like anything from fish to small game. I mean, he can really do it all. I would have confidence in Mark like mounting something exotic that he's maybe he's never mounted before because he cares. He'd be awesome at it. Yeah, because he like. When I I did like a I guess like an internship deal like helping him out on the side to learn taxidermy, and that guy studies reference pictures more than anyone you'll ever meet, and that's what it is like looking up to see like what does the whitetail eye really look like yeah. right up close because if I was like Eric draw me a whitetail eye you'd be like oh man I don't I guess I really don't know exactly what it looks like it would be terrible because first I can't draw, <laughs> yeah. second. I haven't looked at one that closely. Well, yeah, like when I went, I went to taxidermy school, and just I don't know, it makes you have a whole new respect for taxidermists and what they do, especially really good taxidermists like Mark, because you know you start to do it like okay, sculpt the shape of the eye. It's like oh, capital or lowercase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if if I didn't have like the proper training and like when I went to do that, all my deer would have been like deer in the headlights look because you think their eyes are actually just wide open, they're like... not. But uh. Yeah, Creative Critters Taxidermy. It's it's worth checking out. We promise yeah. you that. So yeah, um, we're gonna move right along here. We've got uh, we've got bad uh, Badlands packs. We've been telling you all about them. Uh, we got Blake from from those guys gonna gonna be on here, talk a little bit about the products and everything. So we're gonna get to that. But we got to do a vet shout out first. And the vet shout out of the week, we don't know him personally, but we're gonna go ahead and shout out Matt Best. Um, if you guys don't know who Matt Best is, he's got a, he's got the movie coming out, um, Range Fifteen, and basically that dude's been just he's been all over the place. Uh, you know the guy's been a very he's a veteran, very successful guy, and I want to see that movie. So 
I know a lot of you guys out there have been talking about it. So that's who our shout out is. Thank you for your service and thank you for all the laughs too. So good job remembering that, by the way. All right, we'll get right into it. We'll get Badlands on the phone and we'll uh, just see what it's all about and give you guys a deeper look at the product and the company. So enjoy. All right, cool. So uh, joining us on the phone here, we've got uh, Blake from Badlands, and uh, he's going to go through uh, everything about Badlands packs. And we've been telling you for weeks, and we finally got uh, we finally got someone here to confirm what we've been telling you. Blake, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, the pleasure's all ours. Thanks for being on the show. So most people are familiar with Badlands, and I guess a lot of guys here in the Midwest. I mean, we'll just dive right into it. Um, think Badlands of being kind of like a Western type pack um which i guess is true to a point but you guys also make a lot of awesome stuff for like the midwest tree stand whitetail hunter um can you kind of give us the history of like how you merged into the whitetail world or basically this the whole history of the company that'd be probably the easier thing to just start from there and then work into the other details yeah absolutely uh stop me at any time if i get rambling here but we have a we have kind of an interesting story and uh, cool history to Badlands. Like like you mentioned, a lot of people do think of us as a Western company. Um, we did start out West here in Utah um, about 22 years ago now, or, uh, 1994-ish. Um, our founder, Bill Crawley, actually, um, we started making mountaineering packs. So we were making the backpacks that hikers were using, doing some pretty extreme climbs here in Utah and stuff. And taking packs out west and really beating them up so that's what kind of started the passion of learning how to make a backpack that can actually carry a lot of weight but do it comfortably and really function how a backpack's supposed to carrying that weight on your hips not on your shoulders not giving you that fatigue and all those uh, things that make you uncomfortable so Mm -hmm. um, the mountaineering side kind of took off we were known as vortex outdoors back then Um, everything was branded vortex and then um, it wasn't before too long, uh, the story goes, our founder walked into the warehouse, one of his employees was spray painting his Vortex backpack um, with camouflage patterns just from regular spray paint he bought at the hardware store, and, and Bill kind of said, hey, hey, what are you doing there? And, uh, the guy was a hunter, and he kind of said, hey, we're building the best backpacks imaginable here. I'm going further, longer, harder than most hikers go. Uh, I'm going to make a camouflage backpack myself because um, I can't go buy one. At that time, you really couldn't go find a camouflage hunting-specific backpack. So, Which is pretty funny kind of, looking back now <laughs> when yeah. you think about all yeah, the, all the exactly. things available. Yeah, exactly. about it now, I mean, there's, there's so many camouflage products and backpacks out there. But back then, there really wasn't anything built for the hunting market. Um, so that light bulb kind of clicked on, and, and from there it was, hey, let's source some camouflage fabric let's throw it on these packs that we're making and see what happens and from there the whole kind of trade show circuit started to kind of give it a hail mary and and people just absolutely ate them up because hunters are they're passionate about their gear they want gear that's going to function and um, Mm -hmm. they were seeing these backpacks they'd never seen before and um, here we are 22 years later and um, making 30 plus styles of backpacks from everything from yeah your big western meat hauling monsters um all the way down to midwest uh, smaller day packs and fanny mm-hmm. packs and binocular cases and um so yeah i mean there is still kind of that stigma that badlands is associated with that western hunter but like you mentioned we offer so much more and mm-hmm. uh, we've become real passionate about finding a backpack 
and a system that'll work for all types of hunters wherever they're hunting. Um, we've been able to get our product line to that point now, mm-hmm. as well as expand into other areas like camping, uh, tactical, all sorts of stuff. Just just exploring these other areas and uh, kind of making it a one-stop shop for for people to find good quality gear. Right. So, yeah. And and you know we've uh, talked about it um, over the past you know couple a uh, couple months or so. Just the different things you guys are doing, and uh, and I do want to get into depth. Uh, we can do it a little bit later, but I mean, you guys are you guys have your own camo pattern now, um, which is really cool. The approach and just all the all the things that you guys are basically making it to a point where I could just live outside off of Badlands gear. <laughs> it's it's getting close to that point. Not that I'm going to stay too far away from AC, but it I could if I wanted to. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, and that was kind of our goal. I mean, we want people to uh, enjoy our product, find what they need when they when they start looking at Badlands equipment, and uh, whether that's a tent or a backpack. And uh, a really big push the last five or six years has been getting into the clothing market. I mean, um, mm-hmm. you can walk into any outdoor store or hunting store, and you'll see a kind of sea of camouflage clothing. I mean, there's a lot of it out there, but it was something we were – passionate about and wanted to offer to people was, was a whole clothing line so that's been a big push for us is growing that growing that over the past few years mm-hmm. um to the point where now this year this month uh we're releasing our entire new apparel line in the new camouflage pattern so uh yeah we want to we want to be able to offer all the things that hunters are needing and wanting and and do it in a way that we're offering what we believe is the highest quality, best made product out there. So that's that's always our big focus is uh, pleasing that customer and giving them something that's going to last them a long time. Yeah. Right. Well, another thing, too, is what stands out, what makes Badlands stand out from everyone else to me is, like, you can just tell the quality, the design of it. One, the logo's clean. That actually honestly really helps. But sure. it's just little innovative, innovative stuff like the the tree stand pack that Eric has one. Um, and it's got like the, the fold out pouch. We talk about it on the show every now and then. So when you're in the tree stand, it just folds right out and you got all your gear right there. And like the, um, help me out the basket. Yeah. The little basket that sits there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we don't just kind of take your typical school backpack and throw a camo on it and call it a hunting bag. We, we think (laughs) about different scenarios, um, for the guy that's hiking tall mountains out West to the guy that is uh, going and sitting in a tree stand all day. We want it to function for them. So we're, we're finding these little features that we can build in that are really going to make a difference. They might seem like a small thing, but it's one of those one of those things where you use it 100 times and then you're, you're just hooked on it and need that little feature, whether it's that basket or uh, we build in uh, sidearm holsters to some of our bigger packs so these guys are out um, hunting where there could be bears or predators, um, they can keep that sidearm down in their waist belt. We have a built-in feature for that. Just little things like that we think through to make it a little, uh, little more accommodating for the type of hunting you're doing. And, and we put a lot of thought into every design we release, and, and that, that's through a lot of customer feedback. We have right. extremely passionate customers who are emailing us, calling us all the time with ideas and thoughts and why don't you do this and why do you do this and Mm -hmm. uh, we we take that to heart and uh, a lot of those ideas go straight through my door into the design room and and into product development so it's it's a fun process well yeah I mean hunters that's one you know especially bow hunters I mean or you know backcountry hunters your pack is everything because without it you can't take all the essential gear you need so 
it's sure. important to have a high quality pack with all the pockets you need and it's comfortable to carry and offers like a feature from a for a slot for a sidearm up in Alaska is probably going to save a lot of people's lives having it conveniently yeah, there right and there, just attach your pack. Yeah, I mean, it's just cool stuff and I guess a lot of people probably don't realize how much you really like how important like a backpack is or a pack doing anything hunting because you need it. You can't have gear without it. Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter what type of hunting you're doing. Um, I mean, you you have to haul gear in, and a lot of times you're hauling more out. So um, everybody's carrying a backpack of some sort, and uh, we we figure why not make it something that's high quality that's gonna that's gonna last you forever. Um, we one thing that sets us apart from anybody else, and it's not just on backpacks; it's on everything we make is is a lifetime unconditional warranty. I mean, we have a no questions asked policy i mean you send it back in if something's broken snapped ripped apart whatever we don't care how it happened or what happened we're going to fix that pack for free forever um if we ever can't fix it we're going to replace it with a new item Um, that blows a lot of people away um especially that we offer that on clothing as well Um, oh really that's impressive yeah we believe in our product that much um if we weren't putting out a quality product we wouldn't survive with that type of warranty but uh, we do we seek out the highest quality materials the best construction and, and because of that we've been able to last for over 20 years offering that ironclad warranty so um, kind of blows people away they can go yeah you might drop a few hundred dollars on a set of clothing but it could very well be the last clothing you ever have to buy so um, something we're passionate about is that is that warranty we offer yeah that's a good way to look at it i mean that's you know, I always love when companies do that. Like HHA Sports does the same thing with their sites on their warranties. And it's just it mm-hmm. says a lot about a company if they're willing to back up their product 100%, no Re- questions really asked. really makes a company stand out. For sure. I mean, it says something about your product. There's guys that probably have Badlands packs for years, and they're tore up. They just don't, like, you know, maybe yeah, the warranty could do something, but they love it so much. It's like it's got uh, it's got character. Well, yeah, I have yeah, exactly, and and we see a lot of that. It's it's kind of fun to watch the kind of packs that roll in here. We repair them all here at uh, the headquarters in West Jordan, Utah, and uh, a lot of times the warranty guys will bring a pack up to show the guys in their offices, just because it's it's one of the original packs. It's twenty years old. It's <laughs> the original Badlands logo that looks totally different, and it's an old camo that doesn't even exist anymore, and um, it's it's torn up and wore out and. Um, a lot of times we'll reach out to that customer and say, hey, you, you ready for a replacement? We'll, we'll replace this pack for you with something new. And they'll just be, no, they're they're attached to it. They love it. It's part of them. And um, That's awesome. On the, on the flip side, we've got boxes of literally charred scraps of ash where they're like, I swear this is a Badlands pack. It fell in the fire. What can you do for me? And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we stand behind it and warranty that. And we, we don't ask questions. We just... Wow, that's amazing! It's very yeah, impressive. It's fun. it's fun to see what the kind of stuff that comes back. We, uh, the ones that do want replacements, we keep the old ones, and we have kind of a Badlands museum here. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Packs through the years that have been beat up or torn up or just it, good old I, stuff. I, I had the last year's Diablo, and it got tore up. There was holes everywhere, and I actually sent it in, and you guys sent me a brand new one. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's kind of where it gets to. If we can't do a quality fix on it uh we're gonna reach out to the person and say hey cool the replacement um of some sort and we work kind of individually case by case and and make sure everybody leaves uh happy and gets that pack 
it, passion for us here. So. I just. It, <laughs> I just hope, like, you know, someone doesn't try and take advantage of you and send in, like, a Jan sport that has Badlands with a magic marker written on it. Uh, it's got a oh, hole in we, it, guys. We've, we've seen it all, man. We've seen it all. And, and there's always going to be that guy that tries to take advantage, and, and really we we usually let it slide and take care of the person anyway. We're like, it, it doesn't man. happen It doesn't happen often enough that it's a big deal, and, and we're, we're all lucky to be in a really outstanding industry i mean hunters are, are good people they're uh have good morals and standards they just want some good gear and, and for the most part don't want to take advantage they just want to know that their gear is taken care of so for, sure, for the most for sure. part it's it's been uh it's been fun to watch and 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 guys are really good about it for the most part so could you talk a little bit about the the approach evasion technology the new camouflage yeah, that's uh, that's kind of our new thing this year. It's been our big push uh, for 2016, and it's been a labor of love. About oh, about five years ago, we kind of sat around and we threw around the idea of creating our own proprietary camouflage and doing our own thing. Um, and we kind of started on it way back then, and it's it's really taken all of five years to get something we were happy enough with to, to put out into the marketplace. So um, it was really all about designing something, taking it out and testing it, and then coming back and repeating and doing it all over again. Did, what did we like? What didn't we like? Um, what went forward? And I, I can tell you the amount of versions we've had of this camouflage <laughs> that we've gone through and, and how it's changed from the first version till uh, what's in production today. But um, it's been a crazy process to get it to where it is. And we've learned a lot about camouflage, about techniques, about colorations, uh, lighting, all these different things that kind of affect concealment. Uh, we've learned a ton, and, and what we came out with was, like you said, Badlands Approach Camouflage, and we couldn't be happier with it. Um, we've been testing it heavily the last several months. Um, we had a lot of pro staff guys running with it last hunting season just to try it in different areas. We had guys in tree stands in the Midwest. We had guys in Texas running it down south in that dry, arid stuff. We had guys all over the Utah mountains here uh, kind of testing it out and all the way up into Alaska and sheep hunting type stuff and the rock and whatnot just to make sure it was going to work right? Um, and be versatile in different in different ways. For the most part, I don't think consumers want to go buy eight different sets of camo for what type of hunting they're going to do. They, they want to know that their one set is going to work um, for the for different sure. trips they're going to be taking. So that, that was our goal was to make it something that was uh, – very versatile, um, neutral, uh, pleasing to the eye, um, and was actually going to work and function and help you break up your pattern and, and, and blend in, and it really does. And We couldn't mm -hmm. be more excited to get it out there this month as far as the clothing goes. We've had the packs out for uh, several weeks now, and, and uh, the clothing's coming now, so it's, it's been a really fun project, uh, and, and we're excited to get it out to the world. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I think it is pleasing to the eye. It's really it's different looking, but at the same time, when you look at it, you can't say like, "Oh, that looks like this" or "That looks right. like leaves." Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. It's very versatile. I mean, it looks like nothing, which makes it better as a camouflage. Out of sight, out of mind. It's just kind sure. of. It's just it's gonna break up your outline. You don't have like leaves drawn on it. But it's, it's got it's got every color for wherever you're gonna go. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. It's got all the earth tones in it, and, and it's blended in a. In a I guess you could say it would eliminate your silhouette better, I think, than 
like a solid leaf tree bark pattern. Right, and and that was a big focus for us. We kind of called it we call it adaptive coloration. Uh, we we chose a very neutral color palette that was going to kind of adapt to your surroundings. The pattern the pattern is really cool. It kind of once you start wearing it, you notice that depending on what terrain you're in, it kind of accentuates those colors. If you're in the darker terrain, I mean, the blacks and the darker browns really come out. If you're in lighter stuff, the really lighter tones really pop really well. And, and like I said, the breakup was key, and, and breaking up at many distances was, was key for us. So we'd take this out as we were testing versions of it, and we'd put it at 10 yards, 20 yards, and we'd say, okay, it's still breaking up nicely, 30 yards, looking good. And then we get to these longer distances, and we kind of say, ah, you're, you're getting that old turning into a dark blob thing that right. just isn't good for camo. And so we take it back in, and we we kind of start over again. What, Why was it doing that? What can we change? To the point where we were getting it out to these longer distances, um, and we're like, okay, wow, it's still breaking up these longer distances. We're heading in the right direction. Right. And that was a real big focus for us, and bow hunters are shooting longer distances today than they ever have before. I mean, guys are comfortable now shooting uh, 50, 60, 70 yards and out. For sure. Which would have been unheard of um, 20 years ago. The For sure. technology has evolved to the point and sight technology to where guys can do that, and, and they want to be broken up at those longer distances, not to mention rifle hunters, but... Right. It's funny you mentioned that the, you know, the camo, a lot of the, your traditional patterns are going to plotch up at a distance. And I think a lot of people don't realize that because you never look at yourself in camo from a long distance. Yeah. But if you're right. if you're with one of your hunting buddies, like if they have just your run of the mill camo, let them walk out a little ways and watch them, and they just sure. it looks like dark brown or even black sometimes just blotched all up. Well, even like if you're out in the woods, you can see someone better from far away. There's sometimes where I'll walk right underneath someone and not even know it. Right. Yeah. It, yeah, it's you right, know, right, and nothing, and nothing looks worse to an animal than than a dark, big dark object yeah. moving around. I mean, it's all about that breakup, looking like you're in smaller pieces than you really are, and that's kind of why we put that. You notice that black track that runs throughout it. It kind of it breaks you up and right. um, makes you look like you're in smaller smaller pieces than one big dark piece. Steve Which, mentioned something before the show. He goes, "Man." I gotta get a bow in this. Oh yeah, <clears throat> if I could get a get a bow in that cat, like it's to me, it's it's a really like you said, it is for us visually pleasing. It's a very cool looking uh, camo, and it looks even better in person. <clears throat> I've no, I've yeah, seen yeah. pictures of it. Yeah, um, it turned out nice. Um, my my personal bow has been dipped in approach, and we've had a, a lot of people out west here get that done just because they like the look of the pattern they can, they want to run it throughout their clothing their pack their bow and um you know that's that's the fun thing about developing our own pattern is, is we can get it out there now we can offer it to uh some bow companies we can offer it to uh, some of these outdoor companies that are doing different products and and really get that camo pattern out there and get people using it uh, we have some really cool projects in the works right now um, I can't be too specific, but with, but with other companies getting products out in this pattern, and uh, we're excited to get it out there. And, and like I said, we don't think it looks like anything else out there, and that wasn't on purpose. It just kind of is where it ended up. What we felt was functional is when we stopped um, designing and tweaking it, and uh, it, it turned out different and cool and functional, and uh, the response so far has been amazing. 
Which it you know it's it's funny we've got the website pulled up here and there's the approach camo uh, it's it's the logo with the Badlands logo with the triangle, um, mm-hmm. but like it's almost breaking everything up there so it, it, like it, it's kind of almost hard to read too which is saying something about the camo itself. Yeah, that's that's the cool thing about this camo. I mean, even if you sit and stare at a pack or a shirt or whatever it is in front of kind of wherever it is it really just kind of messes with your eyes and we call that we call that visual confusion and what what kind of prompted that was we were researching pictures of zebra herds um when the zebras would they herd up together in groups of hundreds and when they do that you really can't see where one starts and another one stops because of their patterning and we kind of worked that into what we were doing how can we stack layers on top of each other and, and work these patterns so that it really just confuses your eye and you can't tell where one thing stops and another thing starts. And, and you, what you said is a good example. I mean, even just text on a computer screen and our logo done in approach, I mean, it's almost hard to pick out the edges and where things stop and start just because it, it's confusing your eye and it's going to work that way for animals as well. They're going to they're going to kind of just look past it because they don't see a big starting point. They don't see a stopping point. They just kind of see shapes and colors, and, and, and they don't give it that second thought that can that can lead to a hunter's demise. So, Yeah, I don't know if you could sell a camo pattern any better than yeah. what you just did. <laughs> right. I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, this is all true. That's yeah. like studying a zebra herd. Like, who else? Who would think of that? <laughs> I never I would. would have thought to do that. <laughs> it's just little stuff like that, I guess, make make a big difference. I mean, you know, that's the big thing, your outline and – you know, that's a, a deer looks up, you know, if it's close enough and it sees you, everyone, every whitetail hunter especially knows that feeling of when that oh, buck man. stops and Getting stares at you. Getting is the worst thing in the world. It is oh, yeah. awful. And you, you know what it's I mean? It's heartbreaking. Right. But you don't know. I mean, what was it? You, did they see you? You know, if they saw you, I mean, why though? And then you get to break yeah. it down from there and it's just, you want every advantage you can. Yeah. I'm totally sold on this camo, man. It's growing on me like crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think you said it best. You want every advantage you can. I mean, most hunters know if they stink. They know how to take care of that problem. But it's hard to know if if you're being spotted and, and why were you spotted. Um, but the best we can do is kind of shift the advantage in our favor. Um, you're never going to be 100% invisible. Um, but it's it's our mantra this whole time has been how can we tilt the odds in our favor even further than has been pushed before. and and there's always going to be the cynic that says it couldn't matter less what camo pattern you're wearing. You hear the old, oh, Fred Bear used to kill everything in a red flannel shirt and jeans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we say that a lot. <laughs> we're, gui- yeah, we're and, guilty. And yeah, the best camouflage in the world is not moving. You hear that a lot, and, and it's entirely true. I mean, movement's a huge part of it, but what it came down to for us was, hey, let's try to tilt the odds even a little further in our favor. It, it certainly can't hurt, and uh, we feel like we've done that, and we can keep improving, and, and that's what we're always going to do is keep pushing that envelope and give people those advantages if we can. So is the uh, red flannel line coming out next year? What's that? Say again. Is a red flannel line coming out next year? <laughs> oh, who knows? We, uh, <laughs> yeah. We've got so many cool things in the works right now. We're just, uh, we just always have so many things in the hopper. It's hard to keep it all straight. But, um, I mean, now that we have a pattern done, um, we can look into 
other colorations for different types of terrain. We can start doing some fun things with it. Um, we've seen prototype versions in, in a snow camo, a grayed-out version. We've, we've toyed with it for a little bit, just kind of all different things, and it's fun. We can play with it now that we have it dialed in. and Can't wait to see the pink camo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What uh, Blake? Yeah. What's probably right now? We'll kind of go back towards the packs. Like, what is the most popular pack that you guys sell right now? You know, we have um, our most popular product. Our best-selling product overall is actually our binocular case, mm-hmm. our binocular harness um, that sits on your chest and goes over your shoulders. Pack-wise, it's kind of a continual battle between these top three. Um, our twenty-two hundred pack is always up there. Uh, that's an internal frame pack, a little more for the Western guy, but still much bigger than a day pack. Uh, but it, it carries weight extremely well. You can pack out a good portion of meat with it. It's just kind of a do-it-all workhorse type of pack. And then in that little bit smaller size range, our Super Day pack. Which we have one of those in the studio right now. Awesome yep. pack. We have a Super Day there. And... Uh, that's always has been a bestseller for us. We That pack was designed over probably about 15 years ago initially, and it went through a big redesign about two years ago to where the current version is. And uh, we're just always improving on that, and people just love that pack. It's just versatile. It's easy to use. It's got a good pocket layout. Uh, it's going to do what you need it to do. It's going to pack a day's worth of gear. Uh, you can carry a bow or rifle on that very easily uh, with the hidden bow boot that goes in there, mm-hmm. rifle boot tucked up inside. and uh, Just a good, versatile pack. And then the uh, Monster Fanny Pack is always right near the top of our bestsellers, too. We have one of those in the studio as well. Actually, we have two of them in here. I've, I've yeah, had one so of those for a while, which is awesome. Yeah, another just good, versatile pack for when you're not wanting something over uh, on your back but want something a little lower, but still haul a lot of gear and uh, those three kind of lead the lead the way as far as our pack lineup goes and then from there you can get a specialty pack for anything you're looking for i mean we make specific camera packs hydration packs uh, 5,000 cubic inch plus packs for longer trips Uh, just kind of any little niche you could find we've tried to fill that in to where you can find a badlands pack that'll that'll really meet your needs and what you're looking for for sure, I use the the monster, and it, I like it because, like you said, all the weight's not up on your shoulders; it's down low. Um, I use that as my 3D archery pack, where I put all my 3D gear and and all okay, that stuff, because yeah. it's easy for me to walk with that and shoot my bow. You know, sure. even if it's hot out, I don't have it on my back. You know what I mean? I can wear whatever, and my back gets to breathe, and it's a uh, it's been awesome. I clip all everything I need, all my little 3D target cheat sheets and everything on it, and get to work. Yeah, sure. And that's another one that's been in the lineup for a lot of years, gone through a couple design changes. I think we were the first to put an actual frame system into a kind of fanny pack to give it some give it some support and make it a little bit rigid, and uh, it just, just functions really well. I actually use that as my turkey pack myself, so... Um, we, we don't make a turkey vest per se, but that's kind of our go-to turkey pack is that monster just because it stays out of the way. You can actually strap something to the top of it if you need to um, and put those calls right where they're nice and handy. So. 
Oh, yeah, and then Eric over here is pointing at me. He's like, talk about the hip quiver a little bit. You guys make the – it's basically a 3D or just practice. You wear it on your hip while you're shooting your bow, and it's got all the nice, like, magnet pockets and everything like that. Yeah, that's that's actually a product we've uh, discontinued. That was around a few years ago, and, yeah, it was for the, for the guys just mostly out target shooting and use the technology we use in our bino case and in some other places that – we call it zip no technology. It uses that magnetic uh, closure system instead of instead of zippers. It just makes everything fast opening, quiet, and and all that. And that's that's what's made our binocular case so successful. Is that magnetic opening is just fast, easy to use. You're not messing with a zipper if you need to get to your binoculars quickly. Um, but it actually creates a watertight and dust tight seal. So you're you're protecting your optics or whatever you have in your quiver or binocular case is, is going to be protected from the from the elements which is awesome you can't ask for yeah. anything better yeah like right. you said it's quiet yeah. and it's reliable that's i always like the magnet setup i mean it's one of those things if you're walking you don't want to mess with a zipper especially if you're doing like a you know what i mean pulling binos out you don't want to mess with the zipper every time you got to do that so right yeah yeah it's one of those things that they're constantly going in and out and it, it just makes you quick and light and fast and it's it's made the difference on hunts for me before being able to get stuff out quick so for sure another product you got you have that i think a lot of tree stand hunters you got the the little tree hugger it kind of yeah. like <laughs> it is the awesome. greatest thing i've ever seen in my life to be honest with you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah the tree hugger the tree hugger pack was another one where we kind of sat around and we thought hey what's a need that guys have and what are the, what are how are tree stand hunters functioning? What do they want? So we we thought, hey, why not do a fanny pack type pack? It's going to be light and easy to take in. And once they get up in the tree, you strap that thing around the tree, drop out that basket, and you have that quick, easy access basket with with the gear you're reaching for all day long, right at your fingertips. And it's not a, not a pack that's going to take up a lot of space and get in the way, but uh, has some cool functionality built into it. Just just another one of those things where we sat around and brainstormed and thought about what does the hunter want yeah it's you know it, to me it's it it's it's one of the greatest ideas out there because yeah with the, with the packs coming out you know you've got all these pockets and if you got a big deer coming you know sometimes you might forget where you put maybe a call or you know you got a range finder in one pocket or so maybe you just you had it up there and it's real quick with that you just reach in there and you can feel around you know yeah. you're not checking pockets not moving around a whole lot and you can see it yeah and you can see right in there too Sure, and that and that's always something we take into account when we're designing a new pack is is pocket location, functionality, accessibility. I mean, where are the items going to go that you're reaching for all day long, and where can you put them so that, like you said, you're not going to forget where you put it. So we'll put very specifically sized pockets on the waist belt itself, on the hip area that you can reach for those things you you need access to a rangefinder down on your hip belt or. Um, a release or a call that you're reaching for all day, we, we build a pocket that's nice and accessible for that. And, uh, yeah, we really put a lot of thought into each product to make it as functional as possible. So, Blake, did you get to be a part of the field testing for, like, the tents and all the sleeping bags? Were you the guy who had to go out in the cold and <laughs> sleep in negative 10-degree weather out in the snow? Yeah, that was a fun process, kind of getting into <laughs> tents and sleeping bags. It was it was a new thing for us. We wanted to do something cool and make a nice, lightweight and highly functional system for hunters to use. And yeah, it was some of those early prototypes. 
and things that rolled in were pretty uh, pretty basic. And yeah, we'd have to go out and come back and say, okay, yeah, that that pole doesn't flex well under wind. <laughs> I, it collapsed on me, and uh, this rain fly didn't work all that well. And come back soaking wet, and let's go back to the drawing board. And hey, turns out this sleeping bag is not good down to negative 30 <laughs> all night. Yeah. let's let's research better materials and it's those kind of things you, you suffer through and you learn and what it comes down to is that it helps us find the best materials seeking out the best down fills for our jackets or our sleeping bags or that sleeping uh, bag looks so comfortable i know that i would sleep Dude, you'd be wrapped up like a mummy. You know what I mean? <laughs> you would be loving yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they turn out real nice, and um, they're comfortable. They're, we have three different temperature ratings. You can kind of get one for whatever you anticipate. And another thing you don't find a lot is that lifetime unconditional warranty on our tents and sleeping bags. I mean, you have any issues with it, gets torn, ruined, whatever, we're going to we're gonna take care of you on that. And, that's been a fun market to get into is, is the sleep systems, and we have some cool, uh, very cool new stuff coming in that department as well. Literally yesterday we had a box show up with two new prototype tents that we designed and, and got done, so we set those up in our design room. They're currently in the way. We have to walk around them because we don't want to take them down. They're so cool. And, <laughs> you guys camping um, in the office now? Yeah, pretty much. I might <laughs> sleep over tonight. And, um, but it's fun. It's That's part of the fun of it is toying around with new ideas. A lot of it doesn't end up working or going any further than just an idea and maybe one prototype. And some of it does go forward, and it's it's just amazing to see it get out into the into the hunting world and see it show up and photos yeah. and hunter <laughs> success stories and just to play a part of that is, is a lot of fun for us. Yeah, well, I can definitely tell you guys care about the product and your passion about it. And I was just thinking it'd, it'd be exciting to see what kind of tents you get sent in that are for warranty, like the crazy stories oh, yeah. behind them and whatever you know. Like, oh yeah, we've seen poles that are just bent in shapes you wouldn't even imagine, and think, how in the world did that pole get bent like <laughs> that? And and what in the world happened? Or a tent will come back with blood on it, and we'll just be like, okay, we don't want to know what happened, but. Let's uh, let's get one back out to them, but just yeah, the the stories the products tell by themselves, it's it's pretty amazing what what kind of stuff we see. Right, I can only imagine yeah. that'd be pretty neat to go through all that, but it's definitely is cool. We really appreciate you doing the episode. Um, it's more of an inside look, and it gets you know lets people get the chance to see how passionate you guys are about the product and how much you're willing to stand behind it, which that goes a lot with our type of people. I mean, that's really what we want in a company. Yeah, and. And you know, just to just to add on top of uh, of all that, you know, just the things that you guys have been been coming out with. I mean, just like the little knickknack things, like the clothing line, um, like like t shirts and things like that. The t shirt designs that are coming out are awesome. Uh, there's like a pint cup that I want to buy. There's a belt <laughs> buckle that I want to buy. Uh, there's just there's a flask out there. You guys are just you know starting yeah, you to. You need that flask. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it, it, it's really cool to see. Not only you guys come out with the best, in our opinion, the best hunting packs that you can buy, plus you get that lifetime warranty. Then you could be proud of that, and like every day you can you know you can just remember how awesome you can, those you can packs post a are. picture on Instagram of your pack every single day. <laughs> yeah, every yeah, single exactly. day. Yeah, that's that's what makes it fun for us. It's not just about any one product or any one category it's, it's what else can we do what can we offer what what can we put out there for the guy that might not be able to buy it 
pack for a hundred or two hundred dollars, but he can put a pint cup on his desk at work that has the Badlands skull on it and, and can be a cool product, or he can wear that belt buckle around to, and, and show people off. We want somebody, everybody, to be able to get something with that bull skull on it. And, and like you said, it's it's a passion for us is is what makes it fun to work here to design product, to get it out there. I don't think companies survive very long that aren't passionate about their product. And we've been I, fortunate I agree, enough to, sure. to be to be in this industry for over 20 years and only growing and having more and more product all the time. And that's because of our, our real passionate customers who come back and, and want new stuff. And we're more than happy to oblige, and it's just a lot of fun. Cool. And where can people find you guys online? They can find us at BadlandsPacks.com is our main website. And then also, if they want to learn more about the approach system specifically, they can go to BadlandsApproach.com. Awesome. And then social media, is it all uh, like Instagram and Facebook, all just Badlands Packs? Yep, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are all Badlands Packs. And then a YouTube channel is where you can go on and uh, watch product videos. We break down all the packs. We break down the technologies. A lot of videos. A lot of knowledge you can gain there. And if, if you have product questions, that's a great way to, great place to go to learn a little bit more about specific features of different products. Awesome, awesome. We'll put links to all that in the description of the episode. Thank you again for coming on. I really enjoyed talking about it. And now it's, I almost have a more pride in the packs that I use now. <laughs> Absolutely. From talking to you. Absolutely. <laughs> But we, well, thanks we really... for having me, guys. It was, it was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Thanks. You guys want to add anything? I was just going to sneeze. I'm trying to hold it back, so go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, we're getting back on our normal schedule with one a week. Uh, thanks for listening. Go shoot your bow. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.